This week on The Pour Over, Joe and Dill continue their discussion on the new Netflix original, Kingdom. I think Bone Paul's got to work on his game a little bit. Listen in as they discuss episode 3 and 4 of the Korean Zombie series. Let's pour it all over. Hey friends, and welcome to The Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Dill, and Joe. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very thing so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. This time, we're chatting about Kingdom, that new Korean Netflix original. Before we get into all that, though, let's catch up. How's it going, man? It's pretty good, dude. Um, I just spent a weekend in Columbus with one of our good friends, and just got back this afternoon and finished watching this uh, series. So, you know, just just chilling, you know, enjoying the, the, the switch up. Like last week, we talked about the switch up with uh, Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and just, you know, went to a couple of coffee shops as well. Sweet. Uh, and anything notable in those coffee shop trips? Ooh, um, yeah. Good or so, bad notable? Very good. No, <laughs> be good. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, I had a really good cappuccino today when I was at mm-hmm. um, Staub's Coffee in Columbus. Shout out to Staub's. Um, and they did a really good cappuccino, uh, which I ordered dry, um, mm. which I didn't know. Actually, dry is uh, is what you say when you want to have more foam, less milk. Okay. Did you know that? I didn't, no, I didn't realize um, that. It sounds like maybe generally familiar, but like I've just not not really, I guess. <laughs> what, 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 what made you get the dry cap? Uh, ooh, dry cap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got the dry because I like a little bit more espresso flavor. Okay. So I mean, it's just it's just less liquid, you know, to mm-hmm. get to get through to get to that, you know, delicious coffee. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that that's why I usually order more foam. Oh, um, okay. So like, you just ordered more foam, and they told you it was a dry cappuccino or something, or? Yeah, I was a. Uh, I was like, can I get a, a cappuccino? Uh, and then I said. Um, more foam, less milk, and he's like, "Oh, yeah. you mean dry?" I was like, "Uh, yeah, okay, sure, man, yeah, yeah sure." He's like, <laughs> "He didn't give you some like coffee powder." Here you go, bro. <laughs> he's like, "This, that's what you wanted, right? Like something really dry, <laughs> like like dusty." Yes, delicious. <laughs> um. Hmm. So yeah, that was a little bit of my coffee week. How have nice. uh, how have you been, man? Yeah, so like we we talked about a bit last time. Uh, I, I I went on my trip to Santa Fe this past Ooh. week. Got back a couple of days ago. It was nice, chill, relaxing. Well, yeah, chill and relaxing. Also very tiring if that all oh, yeah. goes together. But um, I feel that. Yeah, yeah. So you know, last week I was kind of asking like, Ooh, what should I do with my coffee situation? Um, I should have planned ahead and made that cold brew like you you suggested, mm. but it was a little too late by that point in time. So I essentially, I made coffee the morning of, like I made, uh, you know, put some in my thermos and that's the okay. only coffee I brought. Oh, was that coffee that I drank on the car ride there? It, oh, so you finished it all. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. From so the I just made it for that one day. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, we got to Airbnb and then the guy was giving us the tour and whatever, and he's like, oh, yeah, we got coffee pot here if you want coffee. Ooh. And he's like, hey, you know, coffee in the cupboard or whatever. I was like, okay, you know, should be all right, though. Although, you know, it was it was just one of those generic Mr. Coffee, like, coffee pots. Mm-hmm. And I was like, eh, I don't know about that. But, <laughs> uh, you know, when, when you got to do it, you got to do it. 
But you didn't have um, any beans so, to drink, though, right? Uh, he he had some beans actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I mean, n- none of the stuff he had is like stuff that I would have. Not not to judge, no shade. I mean, um, sure. If I had an Airbnb, yeah. I probably wouldn't even give beans. But mm. you know, so he was already doing the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, he had some like Trader Joe espresso beans. Okay. He had a generic blade grinder, and then just that Mister Coffee Pot. Gotcha. Yeah, so I, I try to use it as like you know I I, I set my expectations in my mind as like all right I gotta do it you know this is this is what I got so I'm gonna work <laughs> with it yeah and 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 the the coffee pot didn't even work man what like I I set up I was like yeah all right I will drink this and then I like I I click brew or whatever like ten minutes later there's like three drops of coffee in the pot and it's still what? going I was like uh this this thing broken though. <laughs> so, Wait, so I, I like, didn't even get to get my coffee in that yeah it was like literally nothing came out like it was just broken yeah i think it's super clogged or something oh. i'm not sure um so i feel bad for wasting all all the grounds because sure. you know that, there's nothing i could do with them but yeah so basically the coffee didn't come out i tried again the second day i left it like as long as possible i, I don't mm-hmm. even know how long i left it and still like barely any coffee came out wow so, you know, I was already setting myself up for disappointment, but <laughs> not that much disappointment. Oh, man. How are those three drops, though? <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, I'm just curious. I, I, I did not drink the three <laughs> drops. I just poured it out. <laughs> Maybe I should have, though, just, just to see. Yeah. That, that, so, that would have been funny. I can't. Yeah, so I didn't get that. But while mm. I was in Santa Fe, I visited a couple of coffee shops. Okay. So I, I did I did end up getting a little bit of coffee. Um yeah, I went to this one, it's called Iconic. Um mm. Iconic spelled with a K at the end. And it seemed to me like their local roaster in Santa Fe and I just saw them, just found it online. Okay. Went in, checked it out. Um seemed pretty cool. They uh they have this thing that you know I sent you a picture of called mm. steeped coffee, mm-hmm. which yeah. is essentially it's like coffee in a tea bag, and you just make it like you would tea. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm curious what that's like. I bought a couple of those. Uh, you know, I'll probably send you one, and we can maybe talk oh, about okay. it, and see what it's like. You know, yeah. Um, so I'm intrigued. I saw that. And I was like, ooh, okay. I, was it I, a- not something that I've seen before? Yeah, it's, uh, how much was it? Did you say? Okay, uh, it's like two something for one. So, oh, okay. not super expensive, not really cheap either. Right. Um, yeah, but it's more so, you know, for the experience, try it out, I guess. Mm-hmm. New new way to get coffee. Right. Because, um, you know, if it ends up being good, that's that's like a solid travel kind of thing. Like, maybe, maybe the idea is that it'll be better than instant, you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, single-use serving, kind of like a tea bag. So. Right, right. If it's good, then yeah, I, I could see using those from time to time. Yeah, but we Interesting. shall see. Yeah, it'd be cool to like look at the the grind size in in mm-hmm. the in the bag, and also like the the bag itself, like what kind of um, filtered, like what kind of Ooh, how big yeah. the holes are, whatever. You know, it goes along with yeah, the grind yeah. size. But... Do like a tear down or something? You know, <laughs> like how, how people they like buy their new iPhone and they like tear it apart and look at all the insides. Oh and yeah, buy some new coffee, just tear it all up. <laughs> the coffee tech. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm interested, though. I, I feel like I've vaguely heard of that kind of thing before, but I've never tried it and mm. never really seen it. So I'm curious, yeah, like, what do they do that allows a coffee to be made that way? I mean, is it basically the same as how we would make it? You know, it's like in that pouch, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Right, so we'll, right. we'll see. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. So did you buy any beans when you were in Santa Fe? Um, so I, I wanted to, and this might just be me. I, I, so, so basically what happened was I, you know, I went to Iconic. <laughs> I was like, yo, so I, I'll try some of the coffee first, see if it's good. Then I'll buy some, like if it is. Mm. And so, you know, that, that's what I did. And then while, when I sat down, I was about to, you know, start drinking the cup. I look over again to see where the beans were. And there's a sign that says, you know, free cup of coffee with purchase of beans. Oh. And I was like, no, I just bought a cup. And, you know, that might be me being a little petty, but I was like, well, I don't really want to buy the beans anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, that, that is a little petty, Dylan. I'm not going to fuck there. <laughs> I, I was just, like, mad at myself for not reading. Well, maybe yeah. maybe they would have uh, just given that, you know, given you a discount or something. That's true. That's what I was thinking about. So I don't know. Um, the, the beans were a little pricey, though. Oh, okay. So I was like, eh, just kind of having second thoughts. They, they're about like 18 or $19. Wow, that is so, expensive. Yeah, I, I think the bags are a bit bigger than I'm used to buying, so maybe it kind of evens out. But I was like, ooh, a little pricey, a little pricey. Right. So ultimately, I didn't get any beans, but... Um, Something cool that Iconic does that I don't think I've seen elsewhere. Uh, you know, usually if you order a pour over or something like that, you can choose like what bean you want, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they let you have the option even just for their drip, like their normal filter coffee, oh. where um, if you want, they call it, I think, extraordinary or something is like a different category. Extraordinary so it costs drip. a little bit more. You know, usually whatever it was, like two something for like a normal cup, which is pretty standard. Mm-hmm. I think if you want like the extraordinary quote unquote um, drip, I think it was like $4 or something. And then with that, mm-hmm. you can choose like what bean, which are the same beans they have on rotation for like pour overs and other things like that. Oh, okay. Um, so it's interesting. I mean, I haven't seen yeah. that before. I, I didn't get the extraordinary cup. I just got the normal because I want to see what it was like. Yeah, but um, that's that's kind of newer, kind of like when I said before, like with the espresso, like they kind of mm-hmm. let you choose or whatever. But yeah, you, they, they did they it guessed. even for their filter coffee, right? Yeah. Mm, interesting. Yep, yep. So yeah, overall not bad. If uh, I were in Santa Fe again, I'd probably recommend going there. Um, I went to another place called Java Joe's. Um, you know, made me think of you, Joe. Oh, yeah, you know, you know. But uh, Java Joe's not quite as good. I mean, solid. <laughs> like, I think is that's more like a like a Starbucks competitor in oh, my okay. mind. Whereas Iconic is more like that craft coffee, right? Um, third wave. Yeah, third wave. Definitely a ton of hipsters in there. <laughs> um, yeah, every barista wearing a beanie. You, you know how it is. Yeah, everyone's with the the C name is a K. It's like Chris <laughs> with a K. And that's right. Iconic Carter with a K. With a K yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, I I I guess I try both of those. Maybe just a representative of different different types of the mm. of the spectrum. So yeah, yeah. I'm, I, w- I would recommend it to go to oh. Iconic if I was in the area again. I'd probably check them out. 
So. But not Java Joe's, aka the, uh, the beans and brews of uh, <laughs> Seattle. It wasn't that like it was. It was a good space. Like I liked it. Like, but both of the coffee shops are actually pretty big and like lots of tables and stuff. Okay. Um. Yeah. So Java Joe's is like, you know, if I'm just kind of going through the drive-through or something, just need some coffee, like daily drinker kind of kind of deal. Like I, mm-hmm. I think it's fine. You know, I, I wouldn't mind going there. I just I just went and had them fill up my thermos. And okay, it was pretty cheap too, so nice. it's like good value, you know. Yeah, if, if you on the run and you don't want to pay uh, extraordinary amounts mm. for extraordinary coffee, mm-hmm. Java Joe's not bad either. I see what you did there. Yeah, man. So, so you, yeah. you did get your uh, caffeine kick when you were out there a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were days where I just kind of drank tea, you know, just because oh. that's all I had. But yeah, yeah. So overall, I didn't go a whole week without coffee. Gotcha. Uh, my, my friends were like, every occasion they'd be like, "Hey man, you all right?" Because you know you haven't had coffee in a little while. <laughs> I'm like, "Man, I'm I'm, I'm not addicted." Like, so scratching, you're scratching your neck, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going through withdrawal. <laughs> this ain't no denial. <laughs> but yeah, nah, nah, it's it's good. I I enjoyed um seeing a new town, seeing what it's like there, trying their coffee. So yeah, nice. All right, well, um, man, you ready to talk about Kingdom? Yeah, dude, I'm looking forward to this one. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll get into the rating in just a, just a second, uh, but just for all the listeners tuning in and uh, maybe just catching up with us, we've been talking about Kingdom. It's that new uh, Korean zombie drama off of Netflix. Uh, I think it was based on, a, on, on another uh, show or story of a different title, but... Netflix cleared uh, this Korean, um, you know, these producers to um, have it on Netflix. Um, and it's a uh, a drama set in the Kore- Korea's medieval Joseon era. Choson, I think maybe that's how you say mm, it. Nice uh, yeah, you got the CH and the J. Uh, <laughs> there's like more of those uh, nuances there. Um, anyways, the show follows the story of a crown prince, uh, Yi Chang, as he investigates the spread of this mysterious plague, which turns people into zombies, while also uncovering this sinister coup in the Cho clan. Mm. Um, so there's that political aspect to it as well. Um, so we watched episodes three and four, uh, just to kind of go through two-thirds of the series before we finish it off next week. And I think where we pick up is basically, um, you know, the crown prince and his um, kind of royal guard, they're kind of um, investigating this plague and uh, they come across, um, uh, well, let me see, I'm trying to think back. Uh, this is after they've been in that, that little town, right, where the, out, mm-hmm. where the outbreak happened? Yeah. Oh, um, so, yeah, so I think we pick it up in episode three. Because they visited where the physician Lee uh, lived and all of that, and they kind of saw the aftermath, right? And like, oh, it's like you know, something bad happened there. And I think episode episode two ended with the crown prince looking at Dongne and is like on fire. Mm. Um, so we kind of pick up because I'm not sure if it's episode two or three, but essentially all the um. All the, the town governors like and all that stuff. Yeah, they 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 took all the zombies from the from physician Lee's like um, house or whatever you know mm-hmm. place, 
and then they brought them back to the city. And mm. essentially, I think episode three starts with those zombies coming back to life and kind right, of taking right. over oh, and overrunning right. Dongne. Yeah. That was basically the whole episode, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, essentially. There's a little bit, I, I think. Well, I don't know. Watching episode three, like, afterward, I was kind of like, I, I feel like a kind of a lot happened. Or, like, like there's a lot of information mm. that they kind of threw in there. Like, obviously, I think in terms of, like, what was actually happening, the action was definitely, like, the zombie attack. It was zombie heavy, I think. This episode three yeah, was for sure, pretty zombie for heavy. Sure. Yeah, I feel like they, I mean, they did a pretty good job, I feel like, of conveying, like, the emotion of the moments. Hmm. Like, when the zombies are attacking, it's, like, straight chaos. Yeah. Um, and they they had a lot of zombies. Yes. Like, yeah. like I, they just hired a lot of extras or something. I don't know. <laughs> but they had, like, waves on waves. And I was like, dang. True. Um. Yeah, yeah. And then, like. They did some cardio this episode. Yeah, yeah, dude. And then people are just, like, hiding out as they're trying to make it through the night. And I felt like I I really got the sense of, like, helplessness, right? Mm. Mm -hmm. Because I think, um, I I don't even know the titles for the different people, but, like, the governor, you know, the main, like, magistrate dude, he he gets into the prison cell with with the female doctor. Oh, yeah, uh, Subi. Subi. Yeah, yeah. And they kind of, they're just, like, stuck in a prison cell while all the zombies are, like, reaching their arms through the bars and stuff. And they're just mm-hmm. there, like, the whole night. So I think uh, I really felt that, where I was like, man, there's nothing you can do, really. Right, right. Yeah. And, and then the guy next to them in the other cell, he's like, I, I don't even know what that was. It's like a board, and then yeah, both like of their heads were in it. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, was funny. Like, yeah, like a head handcuff i don't know yeah <laughs> but then one of the dudes got bit and became a zombie <laughs> yeah and the whole night was like trying to eat the other guy yes oh, I, man. I remember he was like screaming he's like i'm so tired <laughs> yeah, like, i want to stop doing this <laughs> it's like tired of fighting back that zombie and then the ones that are around him like reaching in trying to get him to yeah. Yeah, so yeah, episode three, essentially that zombie attack and kind of like the aftermath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we also yeah. finally learned how to kill the zombies. Yeah, the, the prince everyone's basically just like, says, yeah, go for the head. Yeah, go for yeah. the head, cut the heads off, burn them. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was interesting when um, the um, the guy who later we find out is like a like an expert marksman, mm-hmm. um, he's the first one to actually describe how to kill him. But yeah. nobody listens to him. And then only until the prince comes in and he's like, yeah, I'm the prince. I'm going to throw my badge at you, uh, the four-claw dragon. Um, <laughs> then they're like, oh, my God, he's the prince. And then he basically says the same thing. Yeah. And then everyone believes him. Yeah, man. That, that was the thing. Like, that, that dude, he even told them before the attack, like, yo, these are undead things. You know, he, he doesn't say zombies. And they're like, uh-huh. But he's like, hey, they're going to get up. We, we got to, you know, get everyone out kind of thing. And they don't believe him then either. Mm-hmm. They just, in general, don't really take take his word for it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was surprised of, like, just the weight that the crown prince had as, like, being royalty. Mm. Like, I think, I, <clears throat> I guess, I guess that might be kind of like a cultural thing or like a, um, just a something from the time period. Right. But, like, they were so, like, focused on him being royalty. Like, because, mm. like, the night before, the straight-up zombies attacked, and, like, that's crazy. 
But then still yeah. in the day, they're like, oh, shoot, we got to bow down and like we got to pay our respects um, mm-hmm. to the crown prince and all that. So I, I was a little surprised by that. Yeah. But, I mean, I guess that's what they would do normally. So they're just kind of leaning into it. But yeah. Yeah. I think titles and like honorifics are really important in that culture because mm-hmm. they were definitely, I think he was, yeah, trying to call and get into that camp, but they were refusing to even let him in because they didn't yeah. know who he was. They were shooting arrows at him. Um, and then he said that when he confronted them in the morning, like, yeah, that was you guys keeping us out. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. And then, yeah, the minute he said he was the crown prince, everyone started bowing down. Even that, um, that, uh, the, the madame, the madame, like the older grandma in the back oh, yeah. was, he was like, oh, we can't burn these bodies. Like they're the bodies that your parents gave you. I was like, man, that's <laughs> yeah. like, that's so Asian. Like she would totally say something like that. Yeah. Um. But then, like, the minute he reveals himself as a crown prince, she, like, bows down, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Did you find him less annoying, the crown prince? Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> you like man. him now? Yeah, I feel like... Man, I feel like every episode as we're moving through the series is... um, I, get, I would say getting better and better. Mm. Like, I think it's engaging more. Like, I'm just kind of really getting into the story... And the crown prince too. He's he's like he's literally stepping up. Like yeah, um, I might be just kind of combining the two episodes. Oh at no, this no, point. for sure, but, for sure. But you know, like episode three at the end, I think we we just see that the noblemen from Dongnei they they straight up abandoned the people, right? Mm-hmm. They get on the ship and just wonder. They're like, well, we only got one ship. There's not enough right. time to get all the zombie bodies out. Like, yo, we should just bounce and leave right. everybody. And they, like, justify it to themselves. They're like, you know, we're, we're the pillars of this community. Like, they mm-hmm. need us, even though, like, we're just leaving them and all die. Right. That thought is really compelling. I think it might have been in the fourth episode where um, they, you know, the crown prince is left with all, all the poor people, essentially, the, the lower class. Right. They're trying to get them to safety. Mm-hmm. And his royal guard's like, hey, man, you know, the zombies are waking up. Like, let's go, like, during that wagon chase scene. Right. Oh, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like the crown prince, he yells out like he says, I'm different. I will never abandon these people. And mm. I was like, "Ooh, I'm inspired, boy. <laughs> like this guy, he, I think he's really, I think, being the leader that mm. he's supposed to be in that right. sense. So if like, you know, he's getting a, a bit more, you know, I, I like him more. I think mm-hmm. he he's being portrayed as like the good guy and like I'm starting to get into it. As before, he's just like that emotional, like emotionless. Yeah, yeah. he's just kind of like there. Like, I don't want to be alone. Um, Yeah. And now now he's actually doing something. And like even that guy, like that, um, we still don't really know his background, but the the marksman kind of fighter dude, Mm -hmm. he he tells him like, oh, you got to step up because the royal guard from from the big city comes out. And so he, they kind of devise their plan and then try to save the people. Mm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean, overall, I feel like these these two episodes are really showing like people's different responses to the situation that's happening around them. Like, mm. either choose to be selfish, like the noblemen, right. or they choose to try to help others and and try to um, protect other people. So yeah, right. so I like it. I'm 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 into it. Yeah, there just there does seem to be like a role role reversal. Excuse me, of like the the poor. Uh, surviving and mm. then the rich and noble, um, you know, getting overtaken by the zombies. 
Because yeah. in episode four, we do find out that boat that uh, set sail, mm-hmm. there were infected people on it. Yeah, that, that, that lady brought her son. Was that who know? it was? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because, yeah, it, it was the same old lady that uh-huh. was like, no, don't burn my son's body kind of thing. Oh. And then, like, the when, when it started, like, at the end of episode three, it kind of, like, left that cliffhanger where she was, like, in the, in the I don't know, the underside of the boat. Mm-hmm. And she was looking at the chest. And I was like, yo, oh, did she yeah, bring yeah, her yeah. son? And then... You know, in episode four, it likes you know he starts knocking on on the chest, yeah, yeah, yeah. and she's like, "My son." Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like totally not surprised. I feel like that's a very like old person thing to do in terms yeah. of a TV show, right? Like, not really sure. think about what's happening, the consequences, but like, yeah, just kind of focused on like these deep held values or or whatever. Mm. Like, it's like I I can't super fault her, but at the same time, I'm like, yo, like. Think about it. <laughs> um, oh man, I, I must have not been paying attention because I was like, "Is it that pig? Did that pig get infected?" <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was wondering. Because also, I think in the wagon chase or in one of the scenes, like one of the horses gets bit or like attacked. I'm mm-hmm. like, are they gonna show like the, does something happen to the animals or mm-hmm. not? But, mm-hmm. This is one of those like interesting, you know, added to the zombie profile kind of thing. I'm like. Not sure, but I mean, they, they didn't really show it, so. Yeah, I, they're probably going to treat it like they did in Westworld, like those animals. <laughs> nah, not really going to worry about what happens to them yeah, and if they're hosts or not. We don't got to explain those. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of, about the zombie profile, uh, I kind of made a list here of some different attributes, mm-hmm. I think, that the zombies have. Um, so in Kingdom, they only come out at night, um, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, they fear sunlight. And then during the day, they go dormant. So, like, they seek some kind of shadowy shelter. And then they just, like, knock out. Like, they just, like, <laughs> they literally are, are, are like, unconscious, I guess. Yeah. Even though they're very conscious trying to find somewhere to camp out. Um, normal human speed, but seem to have, like, endless energy. Yeah, they just go all night. Like, just have so much energy and can run. Like a human can run, but just, like crazy energy uh they feast on human flesh and they're not very smart Hmm. yeah what makes you say that uh i mean the prison scene like you know they didn't like open the door they just kept pushing in um yeah yeah they're just kind of like just focused on trying to eat the humans and that's kind of it right yeah yeah that makes sense they're just kind of like pushing through or trying to just move forward Mm mm-hmm yeah, mm-hmm. I was I was surprised that, or I I don't know, but like when the sun comes out, they like literally just run away. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't know if it like burns them or something, but you know it looks like all of a sudden they like get afraid or something, and they just like all just go head first into whatever darkness they can find. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it, that was kind of weird. It was kind of weird. I mean, the acting is kind of strange, right? Like, yeah, it's <clears throat> excuse me, sorry. Um. They're like cockroaches. Like when they see yeah. the sunlight, they'll just like freak out and run away. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so kind of like we did in the previous episode, we kind of gave some ratings for the episodes we've watched up to this point. Uh, you got some ratings for episode three and four? Um, I would say, yeah, out of five, I would I would give it a four. Mm, yeah, did good. we do out of five last time? 
I think so. I mean, I think we just arbitrarily chose. Oh. <laughs> I, I would give it a four out of five. Okay, I think you it, feel like it's getting better, worse, staying the mm, same, or what, compared to the first two? I feel like um, energy-wise, like, the energy level is, like, much higher. It's, like, mm-hmm. a lot more, it's, it's a lot more fast-paced. Um, but I, I, I did like the, the world-building and kind of the story of the first one, the first yep. two. Um which it did have some of that in 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 these two episodes, especially when you go back to the the political coup. Mm-hmm. Um, when yeah, at the very end of the fourth episode, the evil magistrate kind of brought the his like his board like his panel to see the actual king. Yeah. That was really cool. I think um, that was like a very uh, you know high tension scene, mm-hmm. and just kind of the way he treated his daughter too. I think was like really interesting. It's like, you're just a person to bear my child or, you know, Mm. bear your child, but technically still my child because I'm basically making you do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I I did really enjoy this, uh, these two episodes. Mm, Um, What would you give it? Yeah, I I think I gave the first, I I think I gave it around a four the first time around as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And then for this one, like, I think five is too much, but I think it's better. So I like these more. You know, I want to go four half, but you know, four, four and a half, I guess for these. Yeah, I feel like it's it's really hitting a stride, I guess, in terms of like the story and just um, things that are happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, and I I see now they're kind of balancing between two. I mean, literal like two different cities, but also like two kind of different story arcs. Hmm. No, I feel like the the Dongne scenes are just like the zombie attacks and all of that. Yeah. And like what people are doing with that. But then the scenes in like Hanyang where where the king lives and like where the crown prince is from, mm-hmm. that's the whole like political kind of family story arc. Yeah. And I kind of kind of see them balancing those two and I'm like, okay, yeah, it's keeping me pretty intrigued. Yeah. And they're also like dropping little little teasers for like the future episodes too kind of throughout like I think both of these episodes, they've been talking about, what was it, Lord um, An- Anhyeon or something oh, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, excuse my terrible Korean <laughs> pronunciation. <laughs> I, I, there's no one here that could excuse you, but our listeners just me and you, man. <laughs> All the listeners, they, 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 they can write in and, and tell us how bad it is. But, yeah, so they're kind of teasing that. Like, that'll definitely happen, I think, in the next episode mm. where they find this this guy who has apparently a lot of influence and right. saves the country at some point, I guess. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I, I'm enjoying the episodes. I'm I'm getting into into the series quite a bit, and nice. it's kind of a bummer. It's only six episodes, right? Right. Know? So I, I feel like they're they're doing a good job, especially because it's in a, another language that I can't understand. <laughs> that usually like dissuades me. Are you doing the uh, the subs or the dubs? Well, I, I was about to bring that up. <laughs> Have you tried the dubs, dude? I'm not gonna lie, I was kind of lazy lazy today. I went Ooh. with the dubs, yeah, and uh, everyone sounds like Shaggy from like Scooby Doo. Yeah, the the like, dubs are so bad. They're like they sound so goofy. Like the men are just like, oh, oh. <laughs> It's just like, oh, we got to get away. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do it. Like, I didn't even know the dubs was an option where they just like do the voiceovers. And like, mm-hmm. I saw it when I was watching episode four. I was like, oh, okay, I'll try it out for a moment. 
then I was like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> this just isn't right. So I, I changed it back. So I, yeah, I just been doing the subtitles. Gotcha. I think that that's the much better way to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, I just get focused on all the voice actors, and I'm like, this this is not it. Right here. <laughs> this ain't it, Chief. Hmm. Did you have any uh, standout scenes from these couple of episodes that you wanted to bring up or anything? Uh, I mean, the one that you've already brought up about the uh, Crown Prince kind of not wanting to leave the, the people who are on the cart by themselves and, uh, you know, going Super Saiyan and, like, picking up the cart uh, with the help of the other people. That was uh, a pretty cool scene. Um, man, there was another one. Oh, I, I really liked the scene, the funny one with uh, the um, the leader of that, of Dongne, I guess, the magistrate. <laughs> He was like with Sobi and she was like um kind of quote unquote giving him like a medical examination. <laughs> <laughs> and that whole interaction was hilarious. Oh boy, he's so awkward. He <laughs> don't know how to spit game or like flirt at all. Right. Oh man. And what did she diagnose him with? Like gonorrhea oh, or syphilis? Yeah. That was like so random. At the end she's like checking stuff and she's like, Oh, I think you might have gonorrhea. <laughs> I was like, yo, where, where'd that come from? Right? And she was yeah, like, what did she say? Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Oh, uh, yeah. It's like, it seems like she's not aware of kind of how he's coming off. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if that's just on purpose or, or what. Because, you know, he's kind of like awkward, like, hey, hey I like you kind of kind of thing. And then she's yeah. just like, like not, e- not even reading into it at all. She's like, you know, let me check your pulse. You know? <laughs> um, and she's like, oh, yeah, I think you might have gonorrhea. It's okay, though, if you eat the medicine. And then that's kind of it. <laughs> so... It was, that, that was pretty funny. It was. And then when she left, he, like, checks his wiener. He's yeah. like, he, like, looks down. He's like, oh. He's like, oh. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Because he, he's kind of the the useless guy, I guess. Because mm. he's he's really being controlled or, like, pushed around by, um, I think the they older. call him the head clerk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't really know what else to refer to him as. But, like, you know, one of, one of the people that also works in the government, because... That guy, he's the one that tried to keep the crown prince out of the barracks and all the right. other people. He's the one that convinced them to like abandon ship or abandon the city and get on the ship mm-hmm. and all that. And he's just yeah, like a little bento box him. when he was yeah. on the ship too. Yeah, and he's just like eating and all that stuff. So he's he's just he's like the epitome of I, I don't know, like selfishness, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, so. I don't know. I feel like yeah. maybe, hopefully, like this, the the magistrate guy will will have some sort of redemption. Maybe like once he mm. gets all the facts, kind of the info, maybe he'll come around or something. Who knows? If he doesn't but die, that's true. He's on that shit. Yeah, he 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 is survivor. Yeah, hopefully. Um, yeah. Speaking mm-hmm. speaking of dead people, uh, the the guy we liked in episode two got killed by the crown prince, the the police guy. Mm-hmm. And then at the end of episode four, that's when kind of the 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 ultimate evil leader of the Cho clan had his head in that box. Yep. He's like, his majesty has killed my son, so I will kill his majesty's son. Yeah, that's true. He That was a pretty cool He's, he's a too. true antagonist. You know, he, he he's, he's like straight face evil. Like, I'm, I'm going to i'm gonna like torture him kind of thing so mm-hmm. you know give me a little bit of chills there that, <laughs> that man like you said even earlier like he brings all the other like noble people or governors or whatever brings them mm-hmm. in and like straight up 
shows them the king. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, not scared. All, yeah, yeah, he's not scared. He's just straight face, stone face, and mm-hmm. they're they're like terrified, right? Everyone's terrified, but he's just being driven by that like rage and revenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is interesting. Like I was watching it, you know. I I don't, I don't want to go like too deep in like reading into Ooh, things. No, please but, do. Know, Let's you know, take I mean, it to just, the next uh, level. Re- re- refer back to our Westworld days. Yes. Um, but I, I think it's very interesting because, like, even though this is this show is like wrapped in like a zombie kind of kind of like aesthetic, mm-hmm. I think me reading into it is like I feel like they're really talking about like how broken and messed up humanity can be. Mm. Like, um, cause I, I noted, you know, episode three, like obviously that that's the zombie attack, you know, zombies kill a bunch of people, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But in episode four, the zombies actually don't really kill anybody. And the only mm. people killing people is other people. Ooh. Like they, they send, you know, the Lord Cho sends some of the Royal Guard down to Dongne and mm-hmm. they're just like, yo, Crown Prince, come out. And then they like don't even give him a chance to respond. They just start shooting arrows. I'm like, what the oh, heck? Oh yeah. Um, and like, yeah, the, they're the people that are killing. Because in the wagon chase scene, I mean, a couple of people die, but it's not like as big of a deal, right? Mm-hmm. And so the whole thing is just like, you know, I feel like Lord Cho is like the monster because he's oh, kind of orchestrating shoot. all these things. You just so went that, there, yeah, yeah. So that's kind of the vibe I'm getting. Where I'm like, oh yeah, people, people are messed up. Like, those noblemen from Dongne abandoned the other people. Lord Cho, like, he, he don't even care about other humans. He don't even care about the king or anything. He just cares about power, mm-hmm. revenge, and all that. So mm. that's that's kind of my takeaway so yeah. far watching the show. That's, man, that's good stuff, man. We should just end right there. <laughs> yeah. Any, uh, any, any other scenes or anything interesting that uh, caught your eye, these two episodes, three and four? Yeah, I'm I'm surprised that like kids aren't off limits basically. Oh, like the true. use of children, you know, as as actors and actresses mm-hmm. like In they show kids stuff. as the zombies killing other people, they show the mm-hmm. kids being killed, like you know, like the arrow kills one of that one of the little girls that uh, Sobe is really connected with, you know. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, like that's just not off limits, and even even the kids, like we were talking earlier, like the political kind of uh, affinity, I guess, like they they like kick their ball at the crown prince or something, mm-hmm. and then they're like, "Yo, we deserve to die, just kill us." I'm like, "Shoot, yeah, that kind of like, they're gonna have guard. kids say that stuff, right. right?" So yeah, I was just like, yeah, just surprised. I mean, just the the whole thing, they're they're like not not letting the kids be off limits and how they'll use them for the story and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I think it adds to it, you know. It's not like ridiculous or anything. Yeah, it, it does add that um, that extra layer of emotion, mm-hmm. and um, excuse me, um, just like also when that mother had the two kids and the mother was infected, uh, and then uh, she told one of the kids to hide in the in the uh, box. Oh yeah, and then her her brother or her sister, I can't tell what it was who who that was got killed by her yeah. her own mom and the little kid was like it's like what are you doing mom what's going on and she just like went for her i was like oh my Ooh. god that's i was like that was freaky yeah 
Yeah, so they it is pretty scary. I've I've told some some of my friends, you know, that we're we're doing some episodes on Kingdom, and you know, a lot more people have Netflix. So they're like, oh yeah, I can I can actually watch it. <laughs> and they, they're like, you know, a couple of friends have started watching, and they're like, yo, this this scary though. You know? <laughs> I do. Yeah. yeah. So for for sure for sure. Um. Yeah. But overall, you know, I'm I'm liking it. I'm enjoying it. Uh, yeah. And any other shout outs for scenes or different things about the episode so mm. far? Um. Yeah. You always leave me on this, man. I I I think we talked a lot. Uh, there's not. There's not, almost. Uh, I don't know if there's anything else to say. Uh, maybe just one thing. Um. The uh, aggressive fighter marksman guy. Yeah. It wasn't ever revealed who he was. Like, That's true. He was asked that question point blank, who are you? And he never really answered. So, you know, now I also wonder, just like the mysterious um, man that you mentioned that could come and like save the country, mm. maybe this marksman guy who comes from a very poor and uh, kind of des- de- depraved upbringing, maybe he's royalty or maybe he's mm. like someone super special. Yeah. Makes sense. I think yeah. we just kind of take it for granted, like, oh yeah, this guy just knows how to fight and shoot and all that stuff. But back in those days, like, that's not common. Mm. So we just kind of like what the crown prince's royal guard says. He's like, hey, you know how to shoot a gun. You're obviously someone with some mm-hmm. sort of history. But yeah. Mm. So I think I think there's a lot to look forward to in the yeah. last two episodes for sure. We will see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, just to end off our pod with our regular section uh, here, what's making you happy this week? So, Dill, man, uh, what's making you happy this week? Yeah, I think it's already a given, but, you know, spring break, taking trips, uh, getting hey. out of town, right? Going to Santa Fe. Um, yeah, I got to snowboard a little bit. I'm really bad at that. <laughs> um, yeah, we also went on a hike. Super fun. We uh, It was snowing, so we actually couldn't see where the trail was. And we totally oh. just like went off trail and just kind of just started walking up the mountain. It got super steep, but we made it up and we're like, yeah, we definitely didn't follow the trail. But, <laughs> yeah, it was fun. We kind of nice. paved our own path. Right. Um, yeah. So just like getting out of town, you know, going on trips, a little bit of traveling. It's, it's nice. For mm. sure. What about nice. you, man? Yeah, I'm going to bring it back to food. You know, hey. so one of us has to do that. Um, That's right. Yeah. I, this week I tried um, Nepalese momos. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hashtag how, no how momo challenge. Oh yeah. Uh, it was really good. Um, they their dumplings or their momos are kind of like like Chinese buns, but instead of like a bun skin, it's a dumpling skin. But it's shaped like a bun, like the way that it's. Um, so it's kind of like a shallow bao, but it's less soupy. Uh, it was really good. They they had more kind of a um, Indian South Asian spice blend within it, and it also came with a dipping sauce, which is more kind of more more like a uh, soup that you can dip the dumplings into. And then they had a really good hot sauce that went with it too. Nice, nice. Is that some something in Columbus or what? Yeah, this was a place in North Market in Columbus. Oh, I can't forget. I can't remember what the name was. I forgot. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, it was pretty good. And they also had a um, like a Nepalese or Tibetan potato salad that was Ooh. pretty good. Nice. I, I like trying new stuff. Uh, when, when we went to Santa Fe, like you know, I guess it's New Mexico. I guess their thing is like New Mexican food. 
Okay. But you know, me, me and my friends were from Texas, and we're like, you know, we we already got Tex-Mex and like Mexican food. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't. I don't think it'll be bad. I just don't think it'll just be like this amazing thing that we never had before. Sure. Like I think the difference for new Mexican food is they use like a lot of green chilies and stuff like that. Mm. Um. So we, we we did have a little bit, but instead of that, we kind of tried some other stuff that totally unrelated to Santa Fe. We had like some Caribbean food. Ooh. Uh, it has some Indian food, you know. So it was, it was good. So I like getting out there trying the more uncommon things. Nice. Yes, sir. Did you guys get oxtail? At the Caribbean place? We I I had a goat stew, I believe. Ooh, that sounds good, too. It it was good. Super good. Mm. So, yeah. I like food. (laughs) Yeah. Food's always a good discussion. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, man. Thanks for pouring it over with me. Uh, I look forward to the, basically, the season finale of Kingdom and kind of see how it all ends. And... Looking forward to uh, the next season after this one. I know that they got renewed for another season. So it is not going to be the end of our discussion of Kingdom uh, once they pick back up again. But um, <clears throat> we will catch you guys later. Uh, and yeah, so see you all next week. <laughs> Peace. This was the Pour Over Podcast. You can email us at pourovershow at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at pourover underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over gang. Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can listen to his other tracks on soundcloud.com slash kidmajestic, one word. Thanks for joining us. Take care. <laughs>